And a very good morning to you, Peter Goffwood, all the way from uh, Mozambique this morning. Yes, thank you, Savannah. Great, more, great, to, great to speak to you and good morning to the listeners. Uh-huh. Yes, I'm very blessed to be back in Mozambique for a week. Uh, gorgeous sunny day. It's about 28 degrees outside, so I'm not quite sure what the weather's like in the Cape. Mm. But it is, it's middle of winter here and it's the most glorious, beautiful day. Very calm. I can see straight out across the bay yes. um, uh, in Veloncoulos. And I can just see some guys out. It's low tide, so the guys are out fishing and and, and uh, fishing for crabs, which we got a whole bucket of yesterday. So we're going to make some crab for lunch today. Nice. Um, but yeah, no, it's an absolutely gorgeous day. It really is quite beautiful. Mm. Um, the thought, and and the other the other exciting thing about being here is that I have uh, an unlimited power supply. We have electricity twenty four <laughs> hours a day here. So that's like uh, yes, that is a great that advantage. Like a, yeah. <laughs> I know. I never thought that having yeah. 24 hours electricity would be such a cool thing. I'm telling but it's you. amazing when you when you don't have to think about, oh, mm. we better charge the phone, I better charge this, get yeah. the bread in the oven because we don't want the, the, the power to go off. It's uh, it's like um, it's yeah. like the old days. But Fantastic. Yes, anyway, so, <laughs> so today we talk today. Mexican food, Cinco yes. de Mayo. Tell me yes. all about that. Okay, so, so it's a very big holiday in, in Mexico, Cinco de Mayo, which is the 5th of May. Um, and it's, it's actually, it, it's, it's to do with the famous battle. Um, the Mexican army beat the French in um, 1682, uh, 1862, sorry, 1862. Mm-hmm. So it's a celebration of, of, um, of beating the, the, the French, although it was a, a short-lived victory because the French attacked again and basically took over Mexico for a while but then gave it up. Mm-hmm. But it's a big celebration as a result of one particular battle. And as usual, like most Mexican festivals, it's all about food. It's all about people in the streets. Um, and so I thought we'd talk a little bit about Mexican food so as soon as the big celebration day for Mexico. Um, and it's quite interesting because if you, if you look back on the history of, of, of their food and, and what they've contributed to, to world cuisine, um, things like chili peppers, all the peppers that we know, the hot ones, the, the normal rounds, all peppers – Mm-hmm. Um, maize and chocolate originated in uh, in Mexico. So these are ingredients that we lived without for hundreds of years, and in, only when the the Spanish arrived um, and and conquered sort of the South America and, and Central America did those ingredients get in, get exported to the rest of the world. So what's also interesting is that chocolate plays a very large role in in Mexican cooking, and it's very little of it. It's sweet. Because because the the sugar didn't exist, sugarcane wasn't a crop that was grown in South America or Central America, and it was only imported and, and in, inducted into the cuisine when the Spanish arrived. So it's um it's it's a relatively new. So the, the chocolate that gets used in Mexican cooking is is a, a savory element. Now, if you think of you think of those kind of those uh, bars of lint chocolate, like the eighty mm. percent, the eighty percent cocoa, they're yes. quite quite bitter. So you can imagine it's actually quite a nice savory element that kind of that rich mouthfeel of, of chocolate. And what they use it in, they use what they, what's known as a mole, which is a sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, and they often use that as the backbone. They finish it off in the same way that that um, sort of French or European chefs will finish off a sauce with melted butter. The Mexican often use chocolate in the same way, and it gives this lovely, rich bitterness and gloss to a sauce. Mm. So um, interesting. And again, maize. I mean, geez, if you think of us, it's an African staple. Yes. Um, you know, the large majority of our – it's, it's our, our, our starch of choice for a large part of Africa. And that originated in Mexico. 
So again, it was one of those things that, you know, one always takes for granted all these ingredients that we've always had here, but they've spread from all over the globe. So it's quite interesting. But Mexican food in itself, so, so the other thing that Mexican food didn't have in till, till the late 19th century was, was, was uh, domesticated animals like pork and beef. So a lot of their food was vegetable-based, um, lots of vegetables. And so when you see modern Mexican food now, the Mexican food that we see in a lot of the restaurants, very mm. vegetable heavy um and they, apparently mexicans feel their meal is not complete unless there's chilies added to it mm. so it's it's renowned for a hot fiery cuisine and any dish that doesn't have chilies in it will have chilies as a side dish there'll be a chili salsa or something to go with it um yeah. apparently mexicans feel that they're not eating unless the food has heat oh it's wow not considered food unless <laughs> yeah 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 no, it's quite... and interesting then you, and then you start yeah. to yeah but but then again that's the, the beauty of, of of the mexican cuisine is not all chilies mm. are hot yes. now if you consider the normal red green or yellow pepper mm. that's a chili yes for for want of a better but it's just a very very mild and sweet one so you you get some of them like the ancho which have got a when they're dry they've almost got like a rich licorice kind of flavor to them mm. so they're often used in stews and slow cooking because they give this kind of there's a just a hint of heat but very little but there's this kind of rich licorice kind of um uh, flavor they add to, to 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 the to the to the food mm. so it's not all about searing heat and and putting you know yes. uh, um and habanero chili chili in your in your mouth which are, is something that uh, it should be avoided at all costs um i've just actually um recently judged a chili competition a chili sauce a hot sauce competition mm -hmm. it was um, a festival in, in in durbanville and i got invited to judge the hot sauce competition wow and i figured okay i mean it's gonna be quite hot but i mean probably five or six sauces no no it turns out there were 32 sauces that Good we had dream. to taste oh <gasps> uh, at one stage we were on a stage and we were and i made the mistake because i was sweating yeah i mean you knew it was going to be hot because at each judge's station there was a liter of milk oh that was kind of what they'd given us so it was that bad and at one stage um, I was because I'm obviously I, I have a shaved head, so I'm, if I sweat, it doesn't get absorbed by here. And I was getting sweat eyes and I made the mistake of wiping my 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 brow oh, and my no, eyes with the shame. back of my hand. Oh, uh, my word. I actually I actually had to be escorted off the stage by a medic. Goodness, because I couldn't see, I couldn't yes. open my eyes. I didn't, it didn't sting. I could not open my eyes at burnt shot. Sure. And I had to be escorted like a blind person off the stage <laughs> and then laid down on a stretcher and I, I had to break open one of those bags Shame, of saline solution they used for drips yes. and had my face washed. Good grief. It was ridiculous. I've never eaten stuff that hot in my entire life. I mean, they, they use one of these, um, a lot of the, the, the hottest chili in the world now is called the Carolina Reaper. Oh. Now, if you can imagine the habaneros are the ones, uh -huh. the little Scotch bonnets that we see quite quite a lot. They're farmed a lot in, in the Western Cape. So we see a lot of them in supermarkets and stuff these days. Yes. Now, there is there is a, a chili scale, a heat scale called the Scoville scale, which basically used to run from one to a million in terms of points that, of, of how hot chilies are. Now, mm -hmm. habaneros that we have here, the little Scotch bonnet, it, it's the, that's the Jamaican name for it, the Scotch bonnet, but the habaneros... That has a score of 850,000 on the Scoville scale. So, mm -hmm. I mean, and they are pretty, pretty damn hot. Sure. The Carolina Reaper, right, has a score on the Scoville scale that's 2.5 million. Oh, my word. So, if you can imagine a chili three times hotter than sure. a habanero, then yes. you start to get 
and and the, just just a, 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 an end to the chili tasting story mm. that the last five sauces that we had to taste were all Carolina Reaper sauces. Goodness. So, yeah, you know, it's the last time I foolishly say, of course, I'll judge your hot sauce competition. Yeah. But that kind of hot sauce is the backbone. And it, it's, again, a lot of the Mexican stuff, it's not just about the heat. Mm. It is about depth of flavor. And this is what we were looking for when we yes. were judging the, the competition, not just how hot can you possibly make it. There must be there, you must be, be able to taste the chili. You must be able to take mm. the actual fruit. There must yes. be a, a nice acidity balance, and that's also the the kind of secret to a lot of the Mexican hot sauces. And that they're not just about adding heat to the food. It's about adding a depth of flavor. It's about adding acidity, and so their food is very very balanced. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I like about the Mexican food. It's 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 ideal for obviously our um for for most of the year for the summer. It's you know we 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 have similar kind of weather, so it's it's very sort of um, tortillas and 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 wraps and and the tacos and it's very light fragrant mm. eating which which lends itself to our summer. But a lot of their kind of uh, a lot of their winter food also works well for this time of year, and they do a lot of sort of slow cooked. Um, uh, bean stews. Um, there's a great recipe for for a, a, a slow cooked uh, pork belly that's got lots of beans. It's got um, some ancho chilies in it, and it's cooked in beer. Um, mm. And it's kind of it sits on the stove and just bubbles away slowly for about two hours, mm-hmm. and then you finish that off with lots of fresh ingredients like a salsa with with um, peppers and red onions and mm-hmm. and and lots of lime juice and coriander and you kind of have this rich bubbling stew that's got a nice warmth to it and then you finish it off with this lovely mouthful of freshness and that's very much what mexican food is like it's combining those two flavors so that it's not just this fatty slow cooked stew there's this lovely sharp balance to it by the adding of salsa right at the end so a lot of their kind of food is a lot like that, and obviously, the, you know, their, their their starch staple is 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 the tortilla, you know, that we the 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 flour, and it literally is an accompaniment for virtually every meal, whether whether it's used in a like a taco is and it wraps up the food, mm-hmm. or it's just simply a vehicle to mop up the sauce and clean your plate with. So yes. so generally, those kind of tortillas are, are pretty much a staple in any Mexican meal. Mm. So it, there's there's lots of various there's some very very good Mexican restaurants in in Cape town mm-hmm. um there's three that spring to mind there is the hacienda in bree street okay. really really cool very very nice and they have also the kind of biggest selection of tequilas i think they've got about something like 45 different tequilas to try wow so a, a quite authentic um uh-huh. mexican experience the other two worth mentioning worth going to there's el Buro, which has been in in cape town for a number of years good 10 years uh-huh. and there's quite a nice one in camp Bay called beach house the beach house cantina also nice uh, and, and the beautiful thing about Mexican food, it lends itself to sharing, you know, mm. plates of tacos and dips and bits and pieces and nachos. Yes. It's the kind of it's the kind of food that you can put on a table with lots of people. And everybody tucks in. It's nice and communal and, yes. and, and that, that, quite good fun to eat. Yes. So those are three restaurants that are definitely worth this. There's, there's, there's others like Cactus Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, but those those three that I mentioned are probably the, the they're definitely worth visiting if you if you if you're a big if you're a fan of Mexican food. Mm, nice, sounds delicious. Yeah, I, I like that one. The last one that you mentioned, which is the cactus. Which one is that again? Yeah, yeah, the cactus. Yeah, yes, cactus Jack. Yeah, yeah, really, really nice. Mm. Well, yeah, no, very, very nice, and it's a nice vibe, nice atmosphere mm. to the place as well.
Yeah, nice. Just get together and chill. Yeah, nice vibe. Love it. Well, thank you so much for sharing all those Mexican tips and delicious dishes and, you know, chilies. Oh, love chilies. And, uh, yes, enjoy your stay in Mozambique. Well, I, I will do, guys. I'm about to go and, and we got a delivery this morning of fresh crab and fresh prawns. Mm. And we're going to be prepping those today. And that's going to be our dinner this evening. So, yeah. Yum, um, yum, I'm yum. looking forward to cooking today. Yes. Um, so, until we speak again next week, uh, to you and the listeners, may the sauce be with you. Absolutely. Bye for now. Bye.